Hi, everyone. This is Pam Torrey from Engage, and you're listening to the Engaged Podcast. We know tech is changing the way people market and sell more than ever. And on this show, I sit down with sales and marketing thought leaders and experts to learn how you can create, share, and measure your way to success. Today, I'm sitting down with Charlie Goldberg, Engage's resident sales expert, to learn more about the state of sales today. Hello, Charlie, and welcome to the podcast. Hey, Pam. Thanks for having me. Not like I don't talk to you on a regular basis um, or spend half my day in meetings with you, but it is great to have you here talking directly to all of our customers and um, giving them an idea of what you've been seeing in the industry. So I want to jump right in and talk a little bit about how you got to Engage. Can you give our listeners um, just an overview of your background and what brought you to Engage into the role that you're currently in here? Yeah, absolutely. So as I was thinking about the start of my career, Apple was developing new tools and technology and the way people engage with content and media, social media, the way you engage with brands online was rapidly evolving. I always wanted to work for a tech company. Originally, I wanted to help invest in innovative companies, but I came across Engage and at the time, they were looking to help customers create very visual, interactive sales enablement tools. And I thought, what better way to learn about technology and software companies in this space than figuring out what they're actually doing? And it was about the time the iPad first came out and people were like, this looks like a email, large email device. Like, why do I need this? And it quickly became apparent that it was a great remote sales tool. And so people stopped thinking about, oh, I shouldn't just play kids' videos on this, even though I imagine that's probably one of the top things people do with iPads still today. But they realized that it was a great tool to help remote workers convey value and talk about their businesses out in the field. Really portable device. And so originally, we came across a a couple companies in pharma, finance, Fortune 500 businesses that had these large outside sales teams. And they were looking to better enable what the iPad was being used for. And that's really where we started to think about what is currently engaged and how it can be used as an interactive sales platform. Over the course of a couple of years, trying to find markets that worked really well, we came across the home improvement and remodeling industry. Um, It was actually an app store user of ours at the time, a company up in New England, NewPro. And they saw our platform and they were looking for a better way to use their sales presentation in the home. I think they were using a PowerPoint at the time and looking to evolve. And over the last six years, we found that interactive content and remote sales teams, it worked really, really well in the remodeling industry. And over the last six years, that's kind of where our focus has been. And it's been awesome to be a part of a company, learn how they grow, learn how technology can solve problems. And we just happen to work in one of the best industries um, I think you can be in. So Charlie, you started out originally in kind of a different role and then have ended up in the senior sales position. Can you talk a little bit about how that particularly happened and how you've become this like leader in the SaaS space for home improvement? I always joke when I go to conferences with Charlie that Charlie is really famous. <laughs> At these events, he walks in and reads like, where's Charlie? Um, so how did that happen? How did you end up in this in this senior sales position? You know, I always tell friends and peers, I wish when you go to college, especially if you're studying for like business and you want to get into the business world, they teach you about sales as a role and as a career. 
Because if you are kind of a person that likes talking to people, like solving problems, you're relatively social and you like getting out there. If you have that kind of set, you know, features and personality, sales is a great role. And I didn't know much about sales when I started, but I was an account manager for some of our largest customers. And that still gives you the opportunity to get into sales without having quotas to hit. You know, you build long-term relationships. And so it just worked out really well and came really naturally. Having the interest in technology, working for a fast-growing, fast-paced company, and learning how to support a customer and solve their problems. Eventually, what I realized is now you can go get more customers, solve more problems, meet more people um, in more of a sales-focused role. So it was that kind of evolution from joining a new company, understanding who their customers were, helping them with the execution of that product, and it kind of naturally evolved into more of a sales role. The home improvement industry, as I'm sure everybody knows, very well-connected. You go to events, you have a lot of partners, customers, influencers in the industry who a lot of people know. And I, I do think it's a really great market for collaboration. And you'll see at events throughout the country, webinars, you see a lot of people that are not only open to sharing their success, but open to networking and really solving their needs. And what's great about the home improvement and remodeling industry is the way kind of everybody works together from the manufacturers, suppliers, partners, down to the customers, as well as the homeowners that are involved. And so before you know it, you happen to know a lot of a lot of people in the industry. So you've been in Engage for quite a while and you have been through many iterations of the product, a lot of different features that have come out. I'm really curious, what is one feature that you, you've been really excited about and how do you think it helps sales leaders to achieve their goals? Yeah. So no matter who you talk to, whether it's been 10 years ago, six years ago, or yesterday, what every business is trying to do is create an amazing customer experience and they want to differentiate themselves so that the homeowner can really truly understand why working together is going to be the best option for your home service needs or whatever problem that you're trying to solve. And so over the course of the years, you know, that evolution of content has changed. The technology has changed. And so Engage is a great way to visualize stories, stand out from your competition. Before I talk about kind of the newest feature, we developed a feature. I, I have to imagine it was one of the first things that I remember seeing and being like, that is amazing. And it's just the ability to do a before and after. People have this on their websites, but people don't utilize it enough. And so that was one feature that's been in Engage. And I still to this day see people look at that and homeowners interact with that type of content. And they instantly see the vision, you know, the, the curb appeal of their home changing, and it completely transforms the entire conversation. Something as simple as that. Engage did a really good job on executing that years ago, and I still think it's one of the coolest features. Now, thinking forward, there's two things within the system that I've seen really change the way people are doing business. Now, if you're doing ride-alongs, and I imagine most, most owners and leaders um, listening in today have done that, it can take an extreme amount of time out of your day, especially as you start to manage and scale your teams. So if you're thinking about everything on your to-do list and you have to do 30, 40 hours of ride-alongs, 
how can you better leverage that time? And people want to become more and more data-driven. The technology is out there. The services are out there to support that. And so where we've come with helping the business owner, the sales manager, people who would never even know what the word data science was or, you know, how to be a data-driven sales leader, you know, that doesn't come to a lot of people's minds. And so we have been helping get that data into everyone's hands so that it's easily accessible, easily available, and you start to make some really key points and learnings from that information. And I know we're short to release on some really great analytics tools that continue to drive that home. But between the storytelling and then the visibility into your business, you know, that's really setting everybody up for success in terms of helping scale their teams and the results that a lot of people are seeing out there. So talk, staying in line with evolution, staying in that, in that vein, you've been in this industry now for, you know, five, six years working with um, home improvement companies, home services companies. You've watched the landscape really evolve. Um, I mean, I've only been here for three and a half years. And when I started, I think everybody was still on really old systems. It was a fight to get people to evolve and to, to look forward and become more tech forward. You've been here longer. You've seen this change really happen. From your perspective, what should businesses be doing right now to adapt to all of the changes that are happening in this industry and stay ahead of their competition? Yeah. So no matter what business owner I've had the opportunity to talk with, and even within your own organizations, you think about the things that have made you successful, some key pivot points some key solutions and implementations that you've made that help you continue to stand out and evolve as a business. No matter what the economic environment looks like, it's always about how can you continue to innovate and stand out from your competition. I think the opportunity sometimes forces itself and presents itself a little bit stronger when the leads start to drop off or you know, you're not seeing the same business results that you've seen. And the immediate thing that people do is they say, should we tighten our belt? You know, where can we make those cuts? And it's actually the companies that continue to innovate and think creatively that end up on the other side of whatever happens economically whatever slight downturn you may see, whatever decrease in leads, you know, depending on what's going on in your business, that is the perfect opportunity to innovate and think about how you can stand out from your competition and leverage technologies and tools to not only add in efficiencies, but continue to see that growth that you'd be looking for over and over. So, you know, whenever I talk with a business owner and a lot of them have started to see the price of leads increase, the amount of leads decrease. You know, what are you doing to take advantage of every opportunity your team has issued? Um, and people more and more so understand kind of what that homeowner experience should be and feels like. Not everybody has the same amount of time, energy, or even patience, you know, to go through that, that those value propositions and help really identify that you guys are the right fit. You know, so there's an opportunity there not only to continue to invest in the business and the resources and the marketing and the sales collateral you guys are using, but thinking about who your homeowners are, who your customers are, and what types of interactions, what types of content um, are they looking for, and what does that experience look like? They're more educated than ever, and you really want to come in and take advantage of that um, sometimes scarce lead and really good opportunity in front of you. So we've been in the trenches 
um, over the last few years. Uh, and I've seen you encounter some really difficult sales experiences, dif difficult situations where you've had to overcome a lot of objections or you've been up against just market forces that were against you. And I'm curious if you have any lessons that you've learned from a particularly challenging sales experience and how you were able to overcome that, that you would like to share with our audience. Yeah. I think the only reason objections typically come up is because you really haven't hit on the pain points that somebody is experiencing, or you really haven't proven that what you're working together with your customer on, you guys can solve together. And an objection like price, you know, no matter what you're selling, whether you're selling software or Windows, really just goes back to the value that you guys are driving in those conversations. And so there's always an objection that comes up, whether it's not good timing. I mean, think about how busy everybody, including your schedules are. Um, when you're thinking about the tools to grow your business, everybody finds the right time. You're reallocating resources for the right solutions. So, you know, I would challenge you if you're getting objections in your conversations, go back to those core components of problem solving and, you know, think every good salesperson knows that you're a partner in solving that problem and think about where there's opportunities to identify that and work better together. So there's been a lot of conversation. I, I can't even tell you how many webinars I have been a guest on that are around the theme of tech stack. Everybody needs to have their tech stack. I really don't think a lot of people know what that means or can like put a real definition to tech stack. Um, as you're talking to sales managers, owners, leaders in this industry, and you're asking them questions about their tech stack, you're talking to them about how they approach using technology during their sales process. How do you think these sales leaders should be approaching building their tech stack? What are the essential elements that you think they should be considering? Yeah. So think about the core components and tools that you need to really run your team most efficiently. And when that comes to technology, all your tech stack is referring to are those softwares and hardware solutions that you're going to use to execute on those goals. It's the devices that you're giving, it's the software that's loaded, it's the solutions in place, and it, of course it's the training and how interconnected those things are together. So when you're looking to support your sales team, one of the things that hurts utilization the most, everybody knows that when you try to roll out technology, you know, you have an adoption problem initially. It's changing people's behavior. And one way that you can eliminate that slow adoption and maybe the resistance that a lot of people see implementing technology is in how you implementing your tech stack, how those services, softwares, and pieces of hardware work together. A great example, you know, if you log into a website and you have a Google account and you can instantly log in with your Google account, that makes everything much easier for you. For a, a, a site that makes you go create your own password, you know, instantly, I'm, can't even imagine how many people forget their passwords over and over, but just think about it like that. It's that simple. You want it to work together, you know, and I think Apple does a great job of this. One of the coolest features I've ever seen, um, and I think a lot of people use it today, is when you're on your iPhone and you go to somebody's friend's house and you ask for the Wi-Fi password and it just shares it automatically. Like think about that interaction and how easy you can make it for your reps to use those systems together. You want that pleasant, delightful experience. Um, so, you know, great hardware, great software, um, and always ask, 
the person that who's working with you to solve those problems, how this works with the current solutions that your team is already successful using, and that's going to help you a lot looking forward. Yeah, I think the person who invented that Wi-Fi password sharing and the person who invented getting the two-factor authentication code auto-populated into your browser from your Apple messages, those two Brilliant. people should be nominated for Nobel Prizes. Uh, I don't know if we yeah. did that, but they should be nominated for an award. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you want those types of like aha moments for anybody on your team that you're trying to support. Um, those two are definitely winners. <laughs> yeah, so let's look ahead to trends that are currently in the home improvement industry. What What is one trend that you think sales leaders in this industry should really be focused on right now? So as you think about looking forward, you have to understand that your customers are extremely educated. And when it comes to that appointment, it's really about the customer service and that experience in the home. So the most successful companies are always thinking about their customer. And as you have an opportunity to win that deal because of a scarcity of leads, I, I employ you to continue to think about that customer experience and what that feeling and appointment and understanding of your brand looks like. And the reason I say that is because I do speak with a lot of owners and you're not getting the volume of leads that you're seeing. But when you do get that lead in the door, the best thing that you guys can do is set up your company for success. It's thinking about the homeowner's experience with your team, the information that you're providing, what that looks like. And so a lot of companies are starting to think differently about that. You know, I actually speak to more and more manufacturers, the people that are supporting your businesses. And there's been a mindset change there as well, because now they're realizing what's working for the most successful businesses. And even those manufacturers are starting to think about, okay, well, what are the tools and the technology that we can get ahead of, make easily accessible to more types of customers, the construction companies, the remodeling companies to better support those homeowners. So as I think about kind of moving forward and people talk about the scarcity of leads, there's tools out there that not only can help you provide the best customer experience, but there's some great solutions out there to continue to coach and train your reps so that that expensive lead that you guys are issuing out in the field, you guys are setting yourselves up for the best success possible. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Charlie. Always a blast to get to chat with you, not in a meeting where we're trying to solve complex problems or figure out how to help a customer. Uh, so thank you for being here today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, everybody. Thanks, Pam. Thanks for listening to the Engaged podcast. Be sure to visit engage.io for more information on how to create, share, and measure your way to success. Until next time.